good evening and welcome to Garblag Games. Wow, this is very exciting. I'm really looking forward to this. I've been a huge fan of Dune for many, many years to the stage where it literally influenced my ability to walk on sand when I lived in the desert. Yes, I, I would walk on sand using the asymmetrical walking pattern because I read about it in Dune. Love that book. So amazing. And it's such a privilege to actually get to run with it and play it and do stuff with it. So, yes, hi, welcome. The Modifius book for June came out like today, but if you had it on pre-order, it may have arrived a couple of days ago. And so I've been speed reading it and going through it. And I was like, going to do this, going to do this right now. No holds barred, no time wasted. Let's go. So the plan is for tonight, what we're going to do, we're going to use the June Adventures in the Imperium by Modifius to generate a minor house and three characters from said minor house, at which point we will be ready to embark on a little prologue adventure into the universe of June. I make no promises about the planet of June. Yeah, we're going to Arrakis. You can't not, can you? <laughs> I mean, it'd be a crime. So joining me tonight yes star studded team indeed we've got millie the gm who has been pried away from her do we have to do 2d20 yeah. <laughs> yeah. by the promise of being a bene Gesserit witch yes we've got alden who hasn't decided yet exactly what he wants to be which is cool gives us a lot of scope to work from but he has got some delicious june bread in the background uh, where did you get the recipe from alden uh, the interweb what was the website called wasn't it like sci-fibreads.com uh, there is sci-fi breads out there uh, boing boing.net do quite some good uh recipes so there you go there. if you want to know how to make sci-fi bread alden is your man and also we have aaron who's quite excited to play a Mentat spy, I believe. So, yeah, let's go for it. Cool. Better open up a character sheet, eh? Yes, so I've sent everybody character sheets. We're gonna go um, paper and dice rather than um, and a VTT. I couldn't remember what they were called for a second there for this one so that we can have a bit of a play with the gorgeous character sheets they are very very lovely mm. uh, and i think we're going to start with the house rather than starting with the characters sure. so that we know where we're coming from for that so from the book what we are told is that player characters all serve a single noble house before creating characters it's important to determine details about the style agenda and attributes of the house they serve fair houses play a massive role in the story of june uh, they're kind of essential to it and the universe of june it goes into loads and loads of detail in the backstory and the lore and really opens up an understanding of how the great houses come to be and the story of the falfrelux system and the landsrad and all of the great house stuff is you know, pounding in my brain right now so we're going to look at houses now the options it gives you for houses is 
general power level is your starting point. Now, I wanted to go with a minor house. And initially, my, my first thoughts are that we're going to come from a minor house in service of house richesse. Or richesse. Not sure on the pronunciation. This is one of those ones where you get words that you've read but never actually heard said aloud. Like quizat hadrach. Yeah. Quizat <laughs> hadrach. I'm just going to read past that bit really quickly. And just recognize the shape. It is was cattle prod. Yeah. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbund. Yes. <laughs> Bing wings. Yeah. Um. So, um, background wise, before the Harkonnens had Arrakis, it was a holding of House Richis. Um, They lost it to the Harkonnens, mm -hmm. who subsequently lost it to the Atreides in the very start of the book, Dune, by Frank Herbert. So it's going to be set in the time when the Harkonnens have recently taken over. House Rachis have lost Arrakis, which has caused their fortunes to decline dramatically, leading to a trade war, mm -hmm. which they also lost, really relegating them to the sort of backwaters of the Landsraad and leaving them dumped in the background as possibly never recovering from the damage done to them. However, they are still a great house, a major house. And so under them, there are a number of minor houses. So I wanted to take one of those minor houses and be develop that. Holdings can consider about a third of a world or a whole moon controlled by the major house, uh, jockeying for position amongst other minor houses. So it's kind of the Landsrad writ small. Mm -hmm. We're going to have a minor house jockeying with other minor houses, probably also Richie's minor houses that we're looking at being rivals to. Excuse me. So we're going to go for a minor house. That's our starting point. Cool. Everybody okay with that? Yeah, yeah. Um, Absolutely. Not because <laughs> playing a great house is a lot more work. Well, even if, like, so so the other side of picking our, what, what level of house we start at, the other side of it is depending on how big a house you are depends on how much threat the GM yes. starts with. So Absolutely. if we pick a minor house, you're only going to get one threat. threat per person yeah. playing. Just three. Whereas if you take a great house, it's three threat per yeah. person playing. And with threat, you can do an awful lot of damage to your player characters. Also with the minor house, it means that you're not as tied into the existing law and mm -hmm. background and you can play a little bit more fast and loose with the cannon. Okay, so we're going for a minor house. Mm -hmm. We need a name for our house. So what what name do you think is a good one for a minor house? Yeah, I don't know. Um... About something like Dargouche or uh, Esdeha? We, we do have one suggestion in chat, which <laughs> I believe was... Uh, uh... I do quite like that. I can't find it now. Oh. I think it was that House Garblag or something. Yeah. Uh, Garblagian. Garblagian, yes. So maybe not that one. Yeah, as much <laughs> as, much as uh, too always self be branding. Always be branding. Not always maybe, be branding. That, maybe, that's a Pete, if ever there was one. Maybe not our, our house. 
It's down there on the overlay over there somewhere. Down there, it'd be fine. Um, <laughs> yeah. What was the What was the first one you said then, Aaron? Uh, Dargush. Dargush. It's a It's a uh, Persian word that means whisper or secret. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Also gives you a, a hint into the next set of questions, mm. which is about the domains that your house controls. So obviously every house has got shares in Chome, mm -hmm. the sort of massive intergalactic combine that controls all trade through the lands road uh, and has sort of mercantile business and produce specialities. So as a minor house, we begin with one primary domain mm -hmm. and one secondary domain. Now those domains come from a wide range of things. So there are areas of expertise to consider. Mm -hmm. Machinery, produce, expertise, workers and understanding. Those are subsets of each of the different types of uh, domain that you might have. So the domains are things like artistic, espionage, farming, industrial, Canley, political, military. Canley is the sort of declaration of a war of attrition against another house. Canley is no holds barred. One of us is going down. Mm -hmm. It's the, the rules of assassination. So a candy house would be a refined. It's it's not yes, no it's yeah. gentlemanly assassination. Absolutely, yes. Well, there are rules to these things. If house exactly. uh, if house Ricisi is is looking to our house to affect house Harkonnen on Arrakis, I mean, I would think maybe either Canley or espionage might be espionage. our primary yeah. business. Yeah. The book kind of talks about you have like this thing that your house is known for and then mm -hmm. it backs it up with like, but you also do this. So, mm -hmm. so like, because I was thinking about this, like, and, and if I guess it might fit into the to the sort of spy thing as well. Richess, um, they made miniature things. That was their thing. They made miniature, right. miniaturized versions of stuff. So in order to see miniaturized things, you're going to need some sort of magnification or some, some sort of lens or working with that kind of stuff so if if the house made like the the lenses or the the viewing apparatus for that kind of stuff that in turn also f kind of feeds into well they're spies they watch yeah. things from afar they gather things that's through. a really interesting yeah. idea actually yeah, yeah like like, like sur surveillance devices or, mm -hmm. or sensor systems that would allow we make the sensor systems and surveillance systems to allow us to detect. Mm -hmm. So that'd be an industrial. So yeah, like yeah, well, industrial and espionage. Yeah, I, so I the think the main one would yeah. be like an industrial, probably, probably like manufacturing. Cause we, we make, we make lenses so people can look at small things. Yeah. Well, each, each one of the areas of expertise has machinery as a subset. Yeah. So like industrial would be like, factory machines and you know things like that uh whereas if we were going to go like some sort of surveillance systems that would be machinery under espionage okay so they don't so the two because we have two don't we, we have the main right. primary and a secondary the, yeah. the one we advertise the world being this is what we do 
Yeah. And then the secret one, which is the one that makes the drama, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so, for example, House Atreides, their um, their primary one is agricultural. Yeah. They export cheap farming products because they're a very watery planet. So they export rice. pundi rice, which is the most widely eaten foodstuff in the galaxy. And therefore, they are an incredibly powerful house off the back of this really mundane thing. Mundane thing. Mm -hmm. And also, uh, House uh, uh, Ricisi used to be known for manufacturing highliners. So highliners, I mean, we... yeah. We could be a minor house that's manufacturing some subcomponent of the highliners that they mm -hmm. manufacture. And so industry machinery could be our primary with spaceship as, you know, what we're manufacturing. Mm -hmm. And then we could look at a secondary domain, either in an espionage or. Or you or could take um, the espionage lenses, but have them apply, have them known as, you know, we make lenses. It's not just for espionage. So you could have an espionage right. primary and secondary. Yeah. Okay, cool, yeah. So your espionage machinery is the lensing, mm -hmm. and you're known for manufacturing microscopes, telescopes, lenses, and things like that. So yes, they're used in spying equipment, but they're also used in scientific, medical research. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then we also, because because we're good at making stuff like that so what would you say the second one is is it uh workers is it understanding is it expertise expertise might be yeah. a good one actually. I was, yeah i was wondering if it was like expertise and that yeah. kind of stuff because obviously if we're making this kind of stuff we we have people who know how to work it and mm -hmm. uh, we'll send our we'll send our agent our our rep over and while they're there they'll also gather all the information <laughs> by accident yeah. just it was just an accident we were just showing you it as a product demonstration <laughs> to totally um, i like that and um we will we'll bring that all home and then somebody in the middle of this like our noble or our mentat or whatever will go oh really they've upped their order of that that must mean they need to move to there which then implies that they're going to war Norman Smith says, floating hover needles. Yes, yes. <laughs> the incredibly delicate. Um, that that well-known and important tool. device from yeah. June. So we're looking at a double espionage house then, um, with an, a primary espionage machinery and a secondary espionage in expertise. But not like, hello, we are spies, more we manufacture these very useful pieces of apparatus and know how they work really well. Mm. The fact that we gather loads of information through that is completely secondary to our house. No, we're purely an industrial uh, combine. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Totally, totally, totally. Oh, I did um, miss out religion and science. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, My bad. Fine. I didn't think you'd want to be a religious house. Somehow. We're okay. We'll cope. So, homeworld then. Let's think about our homeworld. Are we going to be planet-based in the Richie's planet or on one of the Richie's planets? Or do you want to be sort of a lunar-based independent sub-colony? 
moon. A moon uh, some, somehow suits the kind of secretive comings and goings and espionage and, you know, you can take off from your moon without too many people watching you. Mm-hmm. Yep, I like that. Yep, I do too. Okay, so you want to have a moon? Yeah. yeah. Nice. I'd like it to be green, please. <laughs> okay. A lush. So it's it's a moon, but it's not a moon in the arid, lifeless sense. It's a, it's a moon more like an Endor style. Oh, it's got a forest moon. Yes, loving it. So around a gas giant, then probably. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Lovely. So we got a moon around a gas giant that we chill out on. We got Richie's noted for miniaturization. Fourth planet in Epsilon Eridani. Oh, who doesn't love Epsilon Eridani? You know what else was near Epsilon Eridani, don't you? Mm-hmm. Babylon 5. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh. Suddenly we've, we've got a whole house of Zathlus. <laughs> not the one. Not the one. No, not the one. Zathras and Zathras and Zathras. Zathras and my brother Zathras. Yeah, so Regis and Ix are both considered um, experts in machine culture. Both escaped the most severe efforts of the Butlerian jihad, which is mm-hmm. don't make thinking machines or we'll kill you. Yep. So you oh. definitely don't make thinking machines no. at all, Gov. No, 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 our machines don't think. We just make the lenses. Someone puts it in a thinking machine. That's not on us. No, <laughs> absolutely not us. So what's the dominant form of weather on your moon? Nice. That's a nice, really nice place to live. Sort of temperate, mm-hmm. I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're looking at temperate woodlands. Yeah, it's not rainforesty. It's more sort of deciduous and bit pines on the upper. The sort of place you 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 wouldn't be at all surprised to see Stargate SG One walking around, going, <laughs> "Hey, this alien planet looks a lot like Canada, Oregon, Canada. no, or Canada." <laughs> all the other alien planets. Mm-hmm. Uh, what sort of habitations do we have there? Is it cities, towns, little isolated farms, and such like? Um... Well, Maybe a couple of a couple of medium-sized cities, and then most of the moon is left unspoiled. So industrial base in the medium-sized cities, and then I want to say underground Ooh. compounds oh, or stuff that's blend hobbit holes, stuff that's blended into the environment. Nice, yeah environmentally purely purely for ecological reasons not for you know harder to espionage no 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 i'm guessing that it's quite a peaceful place with not much crime because it's difficult to commit crimes if your government knows you're about to do it it's a sort of recruitment drive (laughs) (laughs) and you get away with it for how long Yeah, it's cool actually. If you think about the Imperial Sardaukar, they're recruited from the worst of the worst on a prison. Is that? That's a lie. You can't prove it. 
only because nobody's allowed to go to Seleucus. <laughs> How content are the people? Mm. As content That's as we tell them. I'm content. <laughs> um, are, do they respect their rulers or do they labor in fear of them? What are you like as employers? Are you nice employers? Are you nasty employers? So, is everyone on the moon part of the house, or do we have subjects? Well, the way the houses work, anybody on the moon is subject to the house. Mm. So you've got the house in charge of the moon. Anyone who lives there is basically a serf yeah. for the house. So they either work in manufacturing, or they work to support the cities that support the manufacturing. Mm. Well, the I think we... No, go on, Aaron. I was just going to say, I, I would think we would do our best to keep everyone happy and comfortable in their living because that reduces the chance for, uh, you know, corporate espionage. You know, if you're mm -hmm. if everybody's happy, there's less likely that, you know, your competitors are going to be able to get in there and, and get influence over them. Yeah, there's probably I suppose there's probably a fair amount of behavioral programming going on. You've also got a respected um, house and you've also got this angle that you talked about a minute ago, Alden, where um, people who break the law get recruited rather than punished. If they do it well, if they do yeah. it badly, then they get If you're punished. a rubbish criminal, you're in yeah. trouble, mate. But if you're yeah. a really good criminal, we'd respect that. Yeah, we'd, we'd like to talk to you. Well, use your talent. Use those talents. Yeah. yeah. For and the good seems, of the house. And it seems like our manufacturing base is fairly high skilled so that way we want to keep the workers happy it's not just like grunt labor so that gives us an incentive to do that then there's the incentive of we don't want dissent on the home moon mm -hmm. you're also going to we... need some high silicate deposits thinking about it if you're lens specialists oh, yeah. yep, yep. for grinding glass so you're going to need probably underground silicate deposits underground silicate deposits big sweeping beaches maybe we can have some of that yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. yep. uh, the woodlands going down to that, and uh, that sort of thing. And yeah, so I, I think it's probably a series of social rewards for being good citizens. There's a certain amount of behavioural programming going on of respect the house. The house has your interests. Don't listen to those other houses. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, it sounds like if if you're giving your people a better standard of living than a lot of other houses social engineering there is like look at how good you guys have got it compared to the shit these guys have to mm -hmm. deal with yeah. nice. so that kind of answers the next question which is how much of the house's wealth is put back into the community are their holdings full of public works and support systems or do they keep all the cash for themselves sort of answered uh, really isn't yeah, it yeah yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot we of... take take good care of take good care of your skilled labor and they will take good care of you Exactly, and because it is skilled labour, you need to take care of it because otherwise you lose it, don't you? Mm -hmm. yep. Absolutely. Gr grinding optics lenses is difficult and complicated work. Uh -huh. Very nice, very nice. So House Dargouche so far, um, looking pretty good. They're an espionage house, but they're not um, malicious spies. They're, they're manufacturers. They build devices that help people see. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't we love it? Absolutely. This? so nice yeah uh what sort of banner and sign of arms might you have one or two colors and a crest an animal an object a chemical <laughs> element 
Hmm. I suppose if you've got forests and you're based on sort of a silicate based thing, you're looking at Hmm. Either that, Silver? or there's there's something about like shining a light in the dark place, which mm. is also like we're coming nice. to steal your secrets. <laughs> <laughs> shine that light in the dark, but but it's about the lenses. It's about yeah. the lenses. The so, are you going to go for like a lantern then as your symbol? Yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty cool idea. Yeah, something like that. That sounds nice. And then the colours in the background. Maybe they're uh, like blue and ye yellow or green and yellow for like the sand and the the. Mm. Um, the yeah, that's good. Excellent. Yeah, that deep nice. forest green across the back, and then the detail picked out either in kind of yellowy gold or I'm trying to think what color silica actually is because it really isn't. It really um, isn't, is it? Because it's yeah. a crystal. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But sand is yellow, so. Sometimes. <laughs> Other colours are available. Other colours are, I know, I come from the Isle of Wight, where, of course, <laughs> we have eight different colours of sand. Nice. Quite famously, we're one of the only places in the world that have this arrangement of sand colours. There's like three in the world where you can get that many colours of sand in one place. There's one on oh, the Isle of Wight, there's one in Australia, and there's one somewhere in the Middle East, like Morocco or somewhere, I think. Okay, right, on to the important stuff then. House traits. Mm. So the house traits can be used by any of the player characters who are recognised as members of the house and imply the reputation that the house has within the Imperium. By spending one momentum, which is one of the um, metagame currencies that you can use, you can apply a house trait to your character for a scene. So if you have the house trait of honourable and you're at a party talking to people, you can spend a point of momentum to invoke your house's reputation as an honourable group. Mm -hmm. So they are people who are going to, they will assume that you're dealing with them fairly. Each house begins with a descriptive trait for its reputation, honourable like the Atreides, brutal like the Harkonnen. And then the rest is the way the Imperium sees your house and expects you to behave. So... Your primary domain is espionage, but I doubt that they see you as espionage agents. They probably see you more as manufacturers of, of technical, you know, of yeah. of of tech, you know, technically advanced devices. So maybe something like skilled. Skilled is a good one. Yeah. So that'd be sort of how you're seen by the other right. houses that exist. Oh yeah, they're nerds. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Nerds. <laughs> yep, that's us. Right. So let's have a look then. Do 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 skip on past. Traits. Traits, traits, traits. Hmm. Do nope, we... that was entirely the wrong place to go. 
Do we also get um, a trait for our reputation? Yes. Yes. Yes, you do. So. So we get like a tradies would be honourable, but what? 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 I don't know. But your reputation is skilled. Yeah. So, so each house begins with a trait for its primary domain. It has. Oh, I see what you mean. And then yes. Each house has, yeah. So we we it would be like skilled and weird. I don't know. <laughs> skilled you know, and technical. Skilled and precise. Um. There. Yeah. Possibly something about or skilled and secretive because I mean yeah. we would be keeping our our processes and and our development of our technologies close to our vest so maybe maybe yeah. secretive or it's like we're worth hiring in because we have the technology and we have the skills but we're not going to tell you how to do it yeah uh, oh what's the term for that proprietary <laughs> monopoly specialist yeah. specialist maybe mm -hmm. um. I was wondering if there isn't something about how kind of we have merchants and agents everywhere. So if you're looking for this kind of device, there's one of us. Oh, hello. Always around. I noticed you recently searched for lenses. <laughs> um, I... Ah, Google. Yeah. How's Google? Norman, Norman Smith 71 said, well informed. Oh, and that's, yeah. not a, that's not a bad one. That's pretty good. That's, that is a good one. Yeah. Skilled and well informed. I quite like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay, we'll go with well-informed then. Excellent. So, House Dargoosh, uh, minor house and service to House Regist, uh, experts in the manufacture of lenses, and they are very, very skilled at the subtle arts of espionage, which is not widely known. Got a moon which is a sort of um, wooded moon around a gas giant with big beaches, temperate woodlands, a couple of cities. Mm -hmm. Nice, uh, obvious cities. The houses that people live in out in the countryside are sort of integrated with the environment, making them very ecologically aware and friendly and totally difficult That's to spy us. on from space. Uh, there's a very low crime rate because if you're a good enough criminal, you get recruited. And if you're a bad enough criminal, you get caught before you do the deed. You've got a happy populace who respect the house and a strong social reward program where the people are taken care of. A lantern in yellow on a background of green. And you are well known as a skilled and well-informed house. Pretty good. Mm -hmm. uh so within the house then we have roles now what i'm thinking is um for the player characters to be like not quite second stringers mm -hmm. but hopefuls so you're not going to be the house leadership because i want to i think the house leadership is quite old now so the house is kind of run by your gran sort of thing or by the the so the one of the characters doesn't have to be one of you guys can be an npc someone that you would interact with or rely on the not the heir apparent but the heir apparent's heir apparent the spare so <laughs> yeah <laughs> granny's kind of looking at hanging on in there kind of like the british royal family granny's hanging on in there until the heir apparent 
is no longer useful enough to be allowed to take over and would then prefer to pass it over to a grandchild mm -hmm. rather than to her own children. And so she's kind of got a favorite grandchild and has sort of set them up with their own mini court of freshly recruited mm -hmm. um, whatevers. So could be they've got a Bene Gesserit consort or advisor or trainer. They've got a sword master from Ginaz who's training them. So the old guard is still there. The granny's got her sword master for the house. She's got her spy master, her mentor and all of those things. But the house is fairly wealthy and she's been able to splash out on like a, a backup court, if you like, for the, the spare. Mm -hmm. We've had one mentat, yes. <laughs> so I kind of want the player characters to be like those backups. So rather than being the, the house spy master, the uh, mentat who supports the spy master and definitely doesn't have your eye on his job because he's never, like never. 75 and not going to last much longer. Imagine his that. processing power has declined in recent years. <laughs> So common roles that you would have in the house um, would be the ruler, the consort, the advisor, the envoy, the chief physician, the heir, the marshal, the counselor, the swordmaster, the scholar, treasurer, spymaster, warmaster, all of those sorts of major roles. So I'd be looking at you guys being a secondary one of those. Okay. So what sort of roles do you think you would fill? I know, um, Aaron, you were quite keen on being a sort of spy master. Yeah, I, I would think I'd be like in a, the, the house inquisitive. So working with working for the spy master in the field, learning yeah. my trade, and then eventually, you know, perhaps someday replacing. If him. you get in with the air, then when the air gets promoted, you mm -hmm. get promoted along with them. Mm -hmm. Right. He's... He's, he's at the moment, he's primarily like an infiltrator. He gets in places that he's not supposed to be to learn things he's not supposed to know and then gets back out again without being seen. So he's he's in training. Um, not, he's not, not sitting at the middle of the web yet, but uh, he's working his way there. Uh, Millie, I know you wanted to go Bene Gesserit, didn't you? Bene Gesserit, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't mind, like... There's an interesting kind of thing in my brain where there is a Bene Gesserit, but they have this amazing muscle control. So what would a Bene Gesserit warrior be like? Like what? Like, oh, hello, I'm wonderful and cultured and I've just put my fist through your face. <laughs> yeah, that kind yeah. of stuff. The weirding oh, way is a, is a combat form. Yeah. So I, I quite like that, but also um, I'm happy just to be just to make like a, a truth seeker i have absolutely of... zero problem with how you want to spec up your bene Gesserit. how do you see her fitting in well yeah and so uh, this is what i don't mind because uh, obviously i don't know what a dune wants to be if a dune wants to be like the super ninja assassin then i will be uh, a truth seeker seer and that kind of stuff i've done ninja assassin i could yeah. be something else it depends well so... and also when, when you're looking at the combat stuff too, I mean, you've got the, the tactical level with the sword master, and then you've got the strategic level with the war master, you know? Mm -hmm. So there are yeah, options. I, for... I got to admit, I would kind of, and don't take this as pressure, uh -huh. you don't have to go with this, but I would kind of like to see Alden as like a 
Three Musketeers style swordmaster. Can... I think that would be a fantastic I'm, thing I'm to behold. Somewhere between martial and swordmaster at the moment. <laughs> so um, I can be convinced. <laughs> you're cool. Whatever you prefer. You just I want the outrageous with... French accent again, don't you? That's you don't you're have after. to have a French accent. <laughs> I'm going to be a Three Musketeer. Yes, I do. Um, So, so are, are we just going out like full out sort of combat spy things? Because there's, there's maybe, much, yeah. Maybe like um, we could have a Bene Gesserit envoy as her as a role kind of thing yeah yeah. part of the house and then i could just make her all sort of like oh we gotta get out of here now <laughs> and let yeah. the punching begin Let's you go. could absolutely hello i'm a master diplomat however yeah i mean you could be you could have high communication and high battle i mean there's uh, no reason you can't yeah. you were right about one thing master negotiations <laughs> were short yes yeah. Like, all right all right the gloves are coming literally coming off and <laughs> now the gloves go on so you don't damage oh. your pretty knuckles mm. <laughs> no pcs that you've just just punched everybody to death um yeah so all right i'll be i'll be an envoy i'll be the the, the envoy okie dokie or the envoy in training well an envoy rather than like the the boss the envoy. envoy yeah yeah an envoy there you go. Norm wants you to have a baliset as well now, Alden. <laughs> Are we just making Gurney? Are we just making Gurney Halleck? Gurney Halleck was an amazing character. Oh, yeah. One day we'll catch him without a quote. Mood? Mood is a thing for cattle. That's a brilliant line. Oh. Um. Ah. Uh. How about because Swordmaster feels like a lot of responsibility. <laughs> you, you just like the second or third in line to be well, the no. So th this is what I'm thinking. How about actually? So character c starts off as the marshal to this backup court. Mm -hmm. So a bit bit of the bouncer, bit of the investigator, bit of. Um, sort of reading through the description on the marshal he must understand the criminal underworld so probably come in through the recruitment by being a bit shady and being quite good at being shady and then getting caught and then being invited to go okay now it's it's sort of poacher turned gamekeeper mm -hmm. oh yeah oh uh, yeah um and being brought in and then being set to keep the rule keep the law for this third court with the idea and the aspiration to work up to Swordmaster. It's kind of this glorified aspiration of, look at them, they're amazing. They've spent their entire lives training to be this one thing. Wouldn't it be great to be one of those? Mm -hmm. um, so you want to go you... for sort of a, a junior marshal? Yeah. So almost like a, like a head of a precinct kind of thing. You've yeah. worked your way up from being in a cage to being outside a cage. <laughs> Holding the keys. Yes. Okay, excellent. Splendid, splendid. 
I know one of the NPCs that I've got in mind is this sort of heir, the grand heir, if you like, mm -hmm. for the house. And unless um, we, we happen to stumble across a person who wants to play it at some point, you never know when that might happen. Right, and on to the, the, the next bit then. Now that we know who you are and your house is, we need an enemy house. <sighs> so House Von Mir, I think, is going to be your enemy house, and they're okay. also going to be a Richie's house. Oh, okay, I get it, yeah. But whereas you guys are like, no, Richie's are pretty cool, we're okay with them. They're a bit more, these guys have screwed us. They've screwed the entire house. They've stuffed everything up. We're going to take over by whatever means necessary. Mm -hmm. So I see them as a kind of house that wants to take over the mm. great house thing mm -hmm. and are a bit more mercenary about it than maybe you are. So you start with one minor house as an enemy. Who's going to be these guys? Mm -hmm. Ooh. Shall we do the randomly determine how much they dislike you thing? Uh, absolutely. Yes. Uh, roll those D. Roll a D20 for me then. Who's doing it? Oh, Adun's I'll, got I'll one. I'll do it. <laughs> Adun's ready. Adun's I've got a okay. massive one. Thank He's got a massive dice. one. Cracking giant dice. Giant dice. Giant dice running away. Giant dice are bouncy. Uh, four. Four. They yeah. dislike you. Hmm. No, I'm sorry, that wasn't as very dramatic. That's not it? very dramatic. I, I got a 17. Now that's oh, a bit more know. dramatic. That's oh, probably Jesus. too dramatic because that's Candley. <laughs> yeah. We are Can going we to destroy you and everything two? you stand for. Can we average those? I, mean, I think averaging those budget. is probably a good idea. So we're like an 11. So, yeah. A loathing. A loathing. A loathing. Okay. I'm comfortable being loathed. That's <laughs> yeah, they can't stand you. They've got a plan to destroy your house because they see you as a, a step towards being able to take over. Yeah. You probably know too much and see too much, and they know that in order to be able to do it, they've got to get past you. Okay. So while you might be aware of their aspirations you got not got the evidence to back it up cool okay so they loathe you for awesome. another d20 please millie it's your turn oh is it my turn all right okay. yeah Arden's house symbol is a freshly baked good it's a sandworm made of cinnamon and bread 14. Mm. Mm. sounds tasty family ties you've been connected throughout the ages but there was a breakdown between the two houses and they don't talk is anymore oh. Oh dear. Is that's this... always awkward isn't it is this because we're going to skip over the one that would put them in power and go straight to the to the spare quite that... possibly you've been intermarried oh. throughout the years but one house has refused to continue it both houses are now divided over it and they blame each other. Messy, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So it's possible that Grandad was a Von Mir who married into the house and he was the last one. And maybe Grandma let um, 
dad marry into another house. And that was a huge insult to them. So for the last generation, you've been at war with them. Quietly. Nice. I like it. So they loathe you mm. because of that. Ah, uh, well. Now, what are they All good right. at? I think they are. Well, what are they? Tell me about them. Are they an artistic, espionage, farming, industrial, canly, political, military, religious, or science-based house? Mm. I mean, I guess if they're trying to bypass us, to take over the great house and the great house is based on technology. They should either be maybe a science-based house mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in their arrogance. They think their science is superior to house Ricci's and they can reestablish dominance in the, uh, yeah. Science production maybe. So they're, yeah. they've actually take it. They want to take the house in a different direction and move away from tech and into biology. So that can potentially give them ties to the Bene Tlilaxi. Yeah. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Nobody likes them, except Aaron, <laughs> who wanted to be one. I, I like the idea of, 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 of face, face dancers. dancers. And then maybe yeah, the secondary was... specialism is political or military? What about religious? Because if Richess mm -hmm. is doing machines and... Yeah we are you know we are we're not using an ai but it'd certainly be easier to use an ai and nobody you know that kind of stuff so so they're a little bit fundamentalist yeah. and they've got this sort of weird take where if you bioengineer something that's fine but you yeah. can't make a thinking machine yeah that's pretty cool okay right thinking. well that's your enemy Creation. house then and we can get on to your individual characters yeah. So Skizex two thirteen asked, "Does do our does our rival house know about our espionage focus, or do they think we're just manufacturers?" Of they probably think that you're manufacturers, but you know an awful lot. So they probably suspicious of you in the same way that you're suspicious of them. Mm. And with the close ties between your families, it's um, we know stuff, we just can't prove it. So chapter four, creating your character. There are countless definitions and interpretations of a life well spent and of the opposite. There are often widely divergent biographies of a particular person. The same individual can be the demon or saint and even shades of both. From the wisdom of Muad'Dib by the Princess Irulan. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you're a great house and you have no spies, are you really a great house? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so your player characters are going to be the main characters. Mm -hmm. um, we've got a Mentat spy, a Bene Gesserit envoy, and a sort of warden come warmaster type thing yep mm -hmm. 
Oh, house officer. There we go. House That's officer. That's one yeah. way of looking at it, yeah. So I think we're going to go with planned creation rather than creation in play because that way we can sort of showcase the system and the setting a little bit more and really go through what mm -hmm. it's like. So we're going through archetypes, skill points, foci, talents, drives, statements, and ending up with a fully formed character. Splendid. Right. So a little bit about the rules. Uh, whenever your actions prove a test of your skill or ability, you need to make a test. Making a test involves rolling 20 sided dice. When you make a test, roll several from two to five and gain one success for each one that rolls equal to or less than the target number. The target number is calculated by adding up the skill you're using and the drive that is driving your actions. So if you have a skill of six and a drive of six it will give you a target number of 12 to succeed on your actions if any of your d20s roll a one it counts as two successes um, the same applies if the result is equal to or under your skill providing you have an applicable focus which is a type of speciality so if you have a focus in espionage and you roll a six and your skill number is a six then it counts as two successes if any dice rolls are 20, you suffer from a complication. Uh, GM sets difficulty from zero to five. You need as many successes as that. Momentum points can be spent to roll more dice. Traits can reduce the difficulty and you can use determination points to reroll or automatically succeed. The GM gets threat points they can use to enhance NPCs and make the situation more dangerous in return. So it's a nice, easy way to um, mess with our groats. Mm -hmm. mm. Groats effectively become determination and threat, which is nice. Uh oh. Mm. Okie dokie. So you have two traits, which are descriptions of your character. So your first trait should always mention the house to which you belong. So Duke of House Atreides, House Atreides, Master of Assassins, Consort to Duke Leto Atreides are the examples that it gives you. Second trait is much more personal and it's sort of about your reputation. So are you just and wise, callous and ruthless, things like that. So on your character sheet, you've got your name, your house, your role, your faction, your personality traits and your ambition. So your house, first off, is going to be House Dargouche. How are we spelling that? D A R G G U S H. Oh, cool. Just just thought I'd get that right, because that would probably be a big faux pas and mm. be sent um, home. Sent home for getting your own house's name. Right? <laughs> Sorry. Get back to the school. Get out. Sorry. Marty, yeah. naughty, Benny Jesuit. <laughs> I was away that day. I missed it. <laughs> yeah. So this is in the personality traits box. Then mm -hmm. on your character uh -huh. sheet, you need one that fits your house and one that fits yourself. Um. So I've got Inquisitive of House Dargouche. Excuse me. 
and uh, my personal ones, precise and discreet. Mm. Good. Mm. Like, I'm just trying to. Would would it be called like a an envoy of House Dagush, or or would yeah. it be more like um, a I'm trying to be like like a sales rep or a uh, a merchant or a, uh, it'd probably be an envoy because you're you're less likely to be doing the direct trading or ambassador is a good one yeah you'll be a cut above the reps so this would be when you're dealing with um, maybe major purchases. Instead of just sending in a rep, you send in the local area manager. Area manager of House Stuggish. <laughs> <laughs> Regional director. Yeah. yeah. No, I like it. I, I, I actually think it fits with the house that we keep our envoys and our special espionage agents just sounding so banal. That yeah. Everyone just goes, oh, yeah, it's Phil. Yeah, he's, just, he's the regional manager. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. What? Hmm? Okay. What about your second trait then, Millie? The one that's you. Um, this is where I struggle in, in this <laughs> Polite and ultra-violent. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I'll take that. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I like polite and ultra-violent. <laughs> Let's go with that. Please stop. Um, and you get a third trait. Um, so, Aaron, you get Mentat conditioning, and Millie, you get Bene Gesserit's sister. What do I get? You don't necessarily get a third trait, Aldun. I haven't done my other two traits yet. Because you haven't. You're not a swordmaster of Guinness, and you're not. Um, I or suppose you would have house it. officer as uh, a, as a trait but that'd be one of your first traits so officer of house dargoosh i can't be junior marshal oh be a junior marshal if you prefer that I'd be junior marshal of house dargoosh yeah that's cool um and my secondary traits are ambitious and dangerous mm. nice i don't want to be junior for very long <laughs> no <laughs> don't call me junior is there is there some sort of subculture in in our house where if you can get the dirt on the person before you and they haven't hidden it, like if you're not discreet enough and you can expose them, you immediately get their job? <laughs> seems reasonable. It? It's the kind of thing that a house yeah. of spies has. It seems yeah. to, f and it fits. I, I would say with everything else. Sorry, mate. He rucked up with the evidence. You're out of a job. <laughs> Done. You're busted back down to junior rating. Oh, you shit. now answer you now answer to them <laughs> cutthroat then there are some employer employee relationships where it's done as a little bit of a joke and a bit of a one-upmanship like uh, got you again dave got you there yeah you had uh yeah. you had curry for tea again three nights in a <laughs> row mate i'm watching you habits are forming all right anyway all right and then there are the skills so as you can see on your skills, you have battle, communicate, D6, 
discipline, move, and understand Stand. as your mm. skills. Now, skills have a base of four. Okay. Uh, battle is for fighting. Communicating is persuading and mm -hmm. deceiving. Discipline is controlling your own mind and body. Move is pretty much what it says in the tin. And understand is processing information and recalling it. Okay. Now, from those skills, skills are rated from four to eight. And they're based and somewhat based on archetype, right? Yes, they are somewhat based on archetype. That's a good point. So your archetype will affect what those might be. Right. And this is where I have to start jumping back and forth through the book a little oh. bit to find the right bits. Archetypes start on page 122. 122. Yeah, I see you say that, but that's not always the case on... On PDFs. PDF. Oh, uh, true. That's a good point. It's, uh, it's 126 for talents. Yeah. We don't want talents yet. We're still on traits. It's skipping ahead. Oh, okay. The what are the war master battle archetypes? Is that the stuff we're looking yes. at? Yes. Yep. So um, one one four. I've got that starts with the battle archetypes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, that. it's not because that hasn't got the the um, oh, thingy is it, on. Is it not? The skills. Oh, one one three. One month three. Go back a little bit further. One month three. One three. Archetypes at a glance. Archetypes yeah, at a glance. Yeah. Yeah, the actual PDF page is one one three. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One two two. Uh, well, it says one two three in the bottom corner as well. Uh, yeah. Oh, but here we go. I uh, found the bits that I'm looking for. It's actually a little bit before that. Okay. Uh, so Bene Gesserit's sister. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I get you. Um, has the additional trait Bene Gesserit. Oh, yes. And then there are a number of suggested archetypes that you could go with. And, and there is a mandatory talent that you have to uh, take, which is the Pranabindu conditioning. Sweet. Um, as a Mentat, you get the additional trait of Mentat. Suggested archetypes are there. Mandatory talent, you have to pick at least one of Foreknowledge, Mentat Discipline, Mind Palace, Twisted Mentat. Please don't choose Twisted Mentat. I am not. <laughs> Let's keep the Bene Tlilax out of our business for now. Yeah, I'm taking uh, Mentat uh, Discipline, I believe. Very sound. Um, so, yeah, there is no special uh, archetype for you there, Alden. I'm sad. But that's okay. But, that means you get a bit more freedom in character creation. Hooray! Primary skill for your archetypes. So then we come on to the archetypes. Um, Bear with me a little bit. I did only read this today. So um, where I'm flipping back and forth a bit, that's why. So your archetypes at a glance give you primary skill, secondary skill, single trait, suggested folk oh it gives you two foci for your primary skill suggestions provided and you get a talent suggestions provided so 
if you're going to be a war master, are you going duelist, tactician, sergeant, or warrior? It's like sergeant. I think sergeant does kind of work, doesn't it? Yeah. So your primary skill is battle. Rawr. Which means that your primary skill goes up to... Primary skill is six. Okay. Secondary skill is five. Oh, okay. I see how it does now. My secondary skill so is your secondary skill is communicate. You are a lot. <laughs> and then it gives you a couple of suggestions for secondary skills, foci, talents, and drives. Well, like short blades. Oh no, that's duelist. See, I'm looking at the wrong one now. Long blades. Stabby, Long blades. Stabby, stabby. stabby. So, Millie, hmm. envoy. Yeah. I'm looking at. I'm wondering. Or are you if... happier going with um, one of the d disciple ones? Well, this is it. like I'm wondering if there are are talents that will let you trade, move for battle, and that kind of stuff. No, there's none in this one. Um, what you can do. So, envoy is communicate, move. Mm -hmm. There is a communicate battle one. It's commander. Then there's a battle communicate one, which is sergeant. Let's. And there's move and battle, which is duelist. No, because I think smuggler. I think she needs to have some some level of of. You do get some bonus points to spend as well. Okay. Um. No, and you don't necessarily have to use battle to fight with. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. The way the way it's set up is that if you want to. You could use move to fight with because you're so damn fast. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Or you could even use communication to throw them off. You know, basically you're mm -hmm. you're you're deceiving them in some way, and then you're. But if you're ultra violent, you probably want to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Go for move or battle. I get where you're coming from. Yeah, I think. Protector is discipline in battle. Discipline actually would be a, a thing for a Bene Gesserit, wouldn't it? Discipline. Yeah, and that way you could you could be setting yourself up to be the protector of the air apparent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Let's go with the protector one. Okay. So that gets you discipline as your primary and battle as your secondary. So discipline would be six. Is that right? No. Eight. Yes. This oh, it would five. be six. Six. And then. Um, what was the secondary one, sorry? Battle. 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 And it starts at five. And that's at yes. five. Yes. And then your other two are at four. All right. Cool. Uh, Aaron, I'm guessing you're probably going to go for spy? Infiltrator. Infiltrator. Ooh, discipline and move. Nice. Yep. So your discipline starts at six, your move starts at five. And then you have do 
five more points to spend amongst your skills up to a maximum of eight. Okay. So this is where your secondary skills get bumped up a little bit or your primary skills go outrageous. Well, remember, if you want to have a focus in a particular skill, you have to have a minimum of a six in that skill to have a focus in it. Yes. So I set up with battle at five, communicate at four, discipline at six, move at seven, and understand at six. Because he's all about moving quietly and getting from place A to place B without anybody knowing about it. Yeah, that's a good combo. You don't talk to people. You're not no. that kind of spy. You're the not kind of spy guy. that watches, records, remembers. Yep. Perfect for a mentor. You were never there. Exactly. It was by will alone I set my mind in motion. Who was that nondescript little fellow we saw running around? I don't know. Nobody, nobody I didn't knows. see nothing. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with uh, Battle 8. <laughs> uh, communicate 6, Discipline 4, Move 6, and Understand 4. It's not my job. Not really paying attention, but by God, I will thump you in the face. <laughs> I'm not sure. Slow blade might penetrate the shield, but the elbow drop will put you on your back regardless. <laughs> I'm I'm not sure I've done my maths right. How many points do I have again? You get five. Primary skill starts points. at six. Secondary skill starts at five. All right, Other three start at four. And then you add a further five points. All right, I just need to start again because I can't math. Let me just just go again. All right. Sorry. That's okay. Uh, uh, that would be fun. So I've already got the focuses of long blades and strategy. Or oh, I've taken them because they were recommended. Um, uh, do we get other foci or is that it for now? Um, you will have a total of four foci. Four, okay. So there's the ones suggested, but you don't have to take them if you don't want to. No, there are others. Sense. You will also have three talents. Uh, faction characters have to pick certain talents. So Millie has to have the Pranabindu talent. Yeah. And um, Aaron has to have one of the Mentat talents at least. Uh, you have a total free choice on talents. So you can pick whatever you like. Four focuses or foci, depending on what we're calling them, and three talents in total. Yes. Okay. Gosh. Time to go shopping. Oh, yes. It's your favorite bit of any role-playing game. Yeah. Well, we, haven't shopping. Even, we haven't even got to the assets yet, so we're not even doing the proper shopping shopping. All right. Um, I think I've done my maths right. I'm going to go with battle seven, communicate five, discipline eight, and then move and understand of four. Okay. So if I don't move that graceful, maybe they're looking at the clumsy Bene Gesserit. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be very distracting. There's move and then there's move, though. Yeah, no, I understand. I mean, it might be that you're implacable like Terminator. 
<laughs> that would be cool. So you don't run after them. You'll walk, <laughs> you'll catch them. <laughs> Eventually. Eventually. They're not getting away. Yeah, right. Cool. <laughs> so that, that that's my skills done. What am I looking at next in the Next we're looking at foci or focuses as it says in the book and every time it says it I go like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not just I can't me. help myself. No. It's fine. Okay. So So Help me, right, help me understand what these, like, because the suggested ones for Protector are Resolve and Self-Control. Yes. Do they, are they specifically assigned, like, I, I'm coming from the, um, the Star Trek adventures here, and this is where it gets a little bit fluffy to me. Yes, this um, is where it does get a little bit fluffy, you are not wrong. Okay, that's fine, let's undo it for that Yes, like so if you can, if you can make the guy, argument, yeah, you, you're quite right. This is this is the fluff bit. Can you make the? It's a bit like mage, only fluffier. Okay, because sure, if sure. you can make the argument that you're using the focus, you can your your crit range on that roll is expanded. So there is a list of foci focuses. Foci suggested somewhere. I think it's up under the skill section. I think it is. Okay. Here we go. Those are statements. So it's above the statements. It's above drives. Here we go. Foci. So anything you've got a six in, mm -hmm. you can have a focus in. Oh, yes. You can have up to a total of four foci. So, for example, a battle focus could be assassination, atomics, dirty atomics. fighting. 103 on the PDF. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I've, I've caught up now. Um, I would say atomics probably not worth your time. Oh. I mean, you can have it if you want. Play with the family atomics. <laughs> Just slap a nuke to me head and nut it. No. Okay. Fine. <laughs> so i've chosen precision and infiltration as focuses under discipline stealth as a focus under move and danger sense as a focus under understand very wise i might take intimidation under communicate you think you're I'm, a little maggot i'm already a little intimidated so it's really <laughs> and this is this is if we've got higher than a five or higher in our skill we we're six or higher six. six or higher okay. six or higher in a skill you can have one of your four foci in it so because i've only in got it. two skills that are over six i can have you have to two, put all four of your foci in into those two skills three, yeah. okay cool i understand I feel like I am making a Terminator here because we could just go with like self-control and composure yeah. and then like unarmed combat <laughs> and um, sneak attacks or something. I go for know. it. Something Sounds like that. Sounds brilliant. It's just horrible Bene Gesserit. Uh, I'm going to go for Grace, I think, in moving. 
No, I'm facing my movement. No, I'm not. Oh, I went back to Ray again. Yeah, let's do Ray. Come on. No, All don't right. do Ray. Don't do full Ray. I don't want full Ray. <laughs> Nobody goes full Ray. I think this is worth a full Ray. Oh, we could go full ground pounder and just do. Have do you seen the sci-fi channel focus. version of June Alden? No. Uh, it's a shame. It's very, very good. I really rather mm -hmm. enjoyed it. Uh, but the actor who plays Gurney Halleck in that is no Patrick Stewart. Bless him. Oh dear. He tries, but he's a little bit more Ray Winston than he is <laughs> Gurney Halleck. <laughs> so right, you remember got, when really... um, Patrick Stewart delivers the mood? Mood is a thing for cattle and lovemaking. When, when this chap does it, it's like mood is a thing for cattle and lovemaking. <laughs> and he's a little bit more coming up from the streets, Gov. Fantastic show, though. I do intend to watch it before next week. <laughs> All of it. Yeah. All yeah. of it. All of it, yeah. It's, what, yeah. nine hours? I can handle that. Yeah. It's Hey, this is the, in the US, this is the Memorial Day weekend. I got five days off and, uh, uh, you know. Oh, nice. There you go. All right, I'm torn between, like, um, in the battle focuses. I'm starting there. So we've gone with unarmed combat because that's pretty cool. And then yep. I'm torn between something like shield fighting or evasive action. I will say, when you're you looking want at shield. shield. And when you're looking at fighting, um, if you have assets like a knife or a sword, those assets improve your ability to do damage in combat. Whereas unarmed combat doesn't really have any assets associated. I, I'm inclined to agree with Aaron, and I would suggest swapping because everybody has knives. Nobody's going to look twice, even if you're a Bene Gesserit with a knife. Oh, okay. Yeah, like short. I later. would suggest that short blades and shield fighting would be a good combo, mm -hmm. or short blades and sneak attack as well, or short blades and evasive action. As a Bene Gesserit, never mind the shield, you've got the weirding way. Okay. Let's or go. I think you can, I think you're even allowed to make up a focus. So, I mean, you could do a focus on the weirding way. Yeah. Hmm. Because these are just suggestions. If you've got one that fits better for your character concept, as long as the, as long as the game master's okay with it, you can make it up. And as is widely known, I am a total pushover when it comes to cool powers. <laughs> well, and the, and the weirding way makes just a lot of sense. I mean, you're a Bene Jesuit, so why wouldn't right. you have if, a focus in the weirding way? If uh, you're allowed, if you like, wouldn't mind, I will put the weirding way as my one of my battle focuses. We'll go full film here. Yes. Awesome. Battle focus the weirding way. So as soon as you shift into the Bene Gesserit combat mode... It's yeah. it's full on lightning fast moves, and while your move might not be great when you're using the style, because you have absolute control over your muscles, you've mm -hmm. got this sort of pinpoint accuracy thing going on. All right. That's also done very well in the Sci-Fi Channel version it of Jews. Much better than the film where they had those weirding modules. You know, where's that oh, coming from? Oh, that was so. <laughs> that was just wrong. Um, um, is it worth me taking espionage as a discipline? Is that my other thing? discipline focus or is everybody going to be so espionage focused i could just ignore it um i think you could probably ignore espionage if aaron's going to have it as his main thing yeah okay. but observe is still going to be very useful yeah all right i will um 
take... I think I'll take observe and self-control. There's my, my discipline. I am the perfect envoy. Look yeah. at me. Hear me talk nicely. Stab, I remain in total stab, control. Stab, 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 as I punch stab, your stab, kidneys stab, out stab, through stab, your stab, eye sockets. Stab, 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 stab. There we go. There are my focuses. We got there in the end. Splendid news. Right, so I that's have, focuses. I have right. a question. I have an answer. Oh, excellent. That's good. I um, won't promise so, it's a good answer. So there's a lot of talk about blades. Mm -hmm. There um, is. Obviously, we... we um, so forgive me, most of my knowledge. I have read some of the first book, um, but most of my knowledge of doing comes from the film mm -hmm. with Sting and Patrick Stewart and others. Um, yes. So I know there's the, the slow blade beats shield kind of thing. Um, how do we feel about bludgeoning weapons? Bludgeoning weapons are fine. You can absolutely bludgeon. Uh, not everybody's going to have a shield. Shields are the province of the nobility or highly ranked soldiers. So a shield and a bludgeoning weapon is a great threat. I mean, even a half shield and a bludgeoning weapon is a fantastic threat. You've got a shield on one half of your body and a big club on the other side. People are going to be like, that's, that's horrible. Why would you do that? Uh, the problem with shields is if you shoot a shield with a las gun, it has an effect um. like an atomic <laughs> and is considered a war crime. Hmm. Let's not do that then. Um, yes. so I think, can I then swap out my focus of long blades for bludgeoning? Yes, because it's funny. Because <laughs> I, I, I could just see my character sort of it's it's partly the swagger stick and it's partly some sort of staff of office. Oh, just... good. I'm glad you've gone for a staff of office rather than like a two by four or <laughs> a length of pipe. Oh, I am also <laughs> taking dirty fighting. So oh, there will also so be will two also by fours come in, yes. and Fantastic. mugs to the face and the nearest chair or the nearest Norm person has pointed who's out that you can me. use a shield as a blunt weapon as well. Well, yeah, there we go. Um, Okay, good. I'm going to take that then. Jolly good. I'm in no way making a dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> Do you come from a high gravity world? <laughs> I've, I've taken swift as my move focus. So, you know, um, not a dwarf, clearly. Suggesting you're a natural <laughs> sprinter. <laughs> I always hated that about Lord of the Rings. I really do. I always bring this up. Dwarves aren't natural sprinters. They are natural marathon runners. Elves yes. are natural sprinters. It's yeah. stamina. It's all That's about the thing stamina. that bothers me most about Lord of the Rings. That really <laughs> takes me out thing. of the movie, that wow. one little bit. Mm -hmm. Yep. Right, so we've got our foci, focuses. Mm -hmm. yeah. okay. Let's get into all. our drives. So you have a series of drives on your character sheet. Uh, and they are duty, faith, justice, power, and truth. Uh, many of which double up as the principles okay. in the film Moulin Rouge. <laughs> <laughs> or the names of those four Japanese girls that followed Gwen Stefani around for a little while. Oh, yeah. In that horribly colonialist way that she did. Yeah. Nope. Her first solo album, she had... Um, I don't need to know. 
I've chosen not to know. I don't okay. want to I know. I respect your choice not to Please know. Please don't tell me, otherwise I'm the, going to have to drink a lot of The useless information I have in my spirit. head will remain there. Thank you. So, <laughs> duty, faith, justice, power, and truth. Um, you rate them eight, seven, six, five, and four. Okay. From most important to least important. Mm. All right. That's interesting. So duty is pressure upon you to find your place in society, fulfill your allotted role. Faith is moral expectation and spiritual needs, dedication to a higher power and destiny. Justice is balance and fairness. Uh, power is pursuit of influence, authority and control. Ooh, yeah. Truth is the desire for knowledge and to uncover or define that which is or isn't true. Oh, if you have a rating of four in it, you don't really care about it. And if you have a rating of eight in it, it is the most important thing for you. I've got uh, truth, eight, duty, seven, power, six, justice, five, faith, four. <laughs> duty. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, so childish. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think definitely faith is the dumpster. Uh, um, all right, I've gone with um, duty eight, faith five, justice seven, power of four, and a truth of six. Icy nice. Uh, well, let's go power eight. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just ambitious, you know. Uh, duty seven, uh, justice six, truth five, faith four. Calls uh, Sharon Ells just asked if truth is super important to you, doesn't that mean you don't lie? No, it does not, actually. Um, it means you want the truth, it means you want the truth. You have absolutely no qualms about whether other people get it necessarily. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It can be about consolidating truth in one person. Not it's also good for uncovering secrets. Yeah. Not right. making paladins. In the three drives that you have six or more in, you get a drive statement. Okay. So similar to your earlier statements for your character traits, um, this is where we're looking at sort of name statements. So, for example... A duty statement would be, I serve at the pleasure of the house. Mm -hmm. You know, total loyalty to the house above all. But it could also be duty is a sharp blade. And that could mean many things, either being constantly ready for battle or sometimes duty gets in the way of other things that you value. And that's a difficult decision to have to make. Duty is a heavy stick. So um, page 106 of the PDF has the duty statements on, has all the statements on even, and a fetching picture of a sandworm smashing mm. some stuff up. Yeah, it's good. Isn't it? it's a, it's a fetching picture. Um... So I think for my truth statement, it's uh, I act to control the truth. Flow of information, good, yeah. And power, the control of knowledge is power. Yeah. And, yeah. Du and duty, I will protect House Dargush 
even from themselves. <laughs> oh, very nice. Um, hmm. So what was your top one, Millie? It is duty. duty quote well if you're a terminator what must be done must be done has some mileage hmm. but remember you've got potentially slightly split duties as well because you're a bene Gesserit as well mm -hmm. so you're a part of the program there so your duty statement could be about divided loyalties I know my responsibilities is, again, a double-edged blade, isn't it? Yeah, I also like the idea that a lot of Bene Gesserits don't know why they've been sent there to do this. Like, I get the feeling that the, the sisterhood kind of looked at you and went, yeah, this one's not a concubine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not a concubine. Special taste. Yeah. Ooh, there's a raid. Welcome, Dirty raid. 20 Live. Thank you for raiding. Whoop. Um, um, so, I yeah, I I'm wondering if there's some mileage in in like um, like duty is blind. You know, I don't need to know your reasoning. It, but this is just my. I have to. I'll do, do it because I'm told. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Understanding is not necessary. Only obedience. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that's very Juni. Uh, all right, I'm going to steal, steal that. And spell it badly. <laughs> so, Aaron, what are your... You've given me your three duty statements already, sorry. Um, Alden, have you got yours? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm toying with um, something like... Oh, I forgot what it was now. Um... Duty is a heavyweight. Yeah. Or club. <laughs> Depending on how I'm feeling. Um, I can't wait for you to use that as an excuse for why your duty counts for a, a fighting role. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> duty in battle. That's, yep. That's... Um, I don't want to club this bloke in the face, but I'm absolutely gonna. <laughs> I'm bound by duty to break yeah. your skull. <laughs> Uh, my power was my top one. Um, I, I don't think I, I like any of the ones they've suggested there. I'm more tempted with something like, what's the point of power if you can't wield it? Yeah, that's mm -hmm. still a good one. Uh, All power invites challenge is quite a good one, I think, because it's like, you know, I'm standing here in front of my house because you challenged us. But what's the point in power if you can't use it is also a good one. Yeah. Well, fitting. Uh, 
and then my other one was justice um basically i'm building a character that hits people in the head with heavy things aren't i um justice is what you can get away with <laughs> <laughs> no 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 Life isn't fair. Anyone who tells you differently is trying to sell you something. <laughs> um, or, or the the antithesis, which is I have no patience for those who complain that life is unfair. Shut up, worm. <laughs> I know life's unfair. I got here out of prison. Yeah. Um. Almost, almost something more around the everyone should be treated equally, or everyone gets a fair chance. Sounds remarkably socialist for June. Go for it. It's kind of a Fremeny attitude in many ways. I'll come up from the streets. So. Yeah. Which will help should you encounter any of them. Everyone deserves a fair crack in the head. No. Um... Everybody's a fair target. <laughs> <laughs> no one's safe. Don't care how shiny your buttons are. <laughs> Millie, what about you? All right. Um, so for justice, um, I've gone with um, faith in system. Faith in the systems is the real ju justice. Like, you, you've got to... She's Bene Gesserit. She has to believe that whatever these people are doing... Like They've whatever, been doing it for thousands of years. Yeah. They've probably mm -hmm. got a clue by now. Yeah, And I don't need to understand it, which falls into to the truth, which if I do not know it, it's irrelevant. Yeah. Like, which fits in with like a spy kind of house. Mm -hmm. Like, don't tell me. I'll just go over there and smile at them until you tell me to punch them. That's above my pay grade. That's fine by me. I'm good Do with that. Need to know. That's that's there we go. That that's that. What about third one? Um, understanding is not necessary. Only obedience. That's my nice. uh, that's my duty one. Mm -hmm. Nice. That I stole off Adun. I stole it from Babylon 5, so that's fine. Excellent. Right, so then we have an ambition. Now, ambition has its own special little spot on your character sheet. Yeah. Because this is the, the one major thing that drives you. This is how you get XP. It's a short phrase describing your ultimate goal or desire defined by your highest rated drive at the time of character creation. So duty is about service to a cause or group, discovering or understanding your place in the universe. Faith is about crusades, spiritual fulfillment, prophecy or destiny. Justice is about fairness, balance, desire to right wrongs and injustices, including personal grudges and vendettas. Power is about gaining influence or status, manipulating people with influence or status or changing the way that people gain influence or status. And truth is about uncovering knowledge or secrets, concealing knowledge or protecting secrets and spreading knowledge or exposing the lies of others. You can change your ambition over time. If your highest rated drive changes, your ambition changes with it. Oh, wow. So look at your eight. think about where you would go with that so this is the ultimate ambition this is your 
your current ambition for your character? He wants to be the house war master. So, um, that would be a, a power one, wouldn't mm -hmm. it? That's a yep. power ambition. Yep. Become war master of House Targoosh. House Targoosh, yep. Totally acceptable. Be captain of the musketeers, not one of the musketeers. <laughs> the captain of the musketeers. Um, so something around duty, duty, a service to a cause or a group. Um, it could be about reconciling your duty to the house and the sisterhood. Yeah. Um, ambition is to to prove that my placement in the house is part of the the plan yeah it's like i'm not i've not just been put here because i need to be put out the way like i'm not a broken part of the plan i am a useful and i'm advancing the plan yeah okay and i think mine is going to be uncover knowledge or secrets to further house dargesh's goals it's very juny if we've got that kind of the house is still very important to me vibe and if you if you look at it even the harkonnens it was about the house it wasn't just about the individuals within the house sure they were jockeying for position inside the house but at the same time they still wanted to further the cause of the house yeah. so the baron knew that he wasn't going to be emperor but he wanted his nephew to marry the emperor's daughter to get the family closer to the throne. Mm -hmm. Lady Jessica knew that the only way she could save Paul was by buying into the myths and legends of the Fremen. So she absolutely did that. And she did that to ensure her son's survival, but also the survival of her husband, not her husband, her partner's house. Yeah. And yeah, Elephant in the Room, written when it was. June is a little bit sexist and misogynist in its views and has become a little bit dated over time. The newer June books are a little bit more egalitarian in that regard. But it's talking about a very feudal society, so it um, mm -hmm. does very much go into existing feudal societies to explain what was going on with them. Mm -hmm. Right, talents. You get three talents. Okay. There are some recommended ones. They are indeed very well written, Garblag, it is true. And there are a buttload of talents. They start on page 127 of the PDF. Some of them are linked to skills. Some of them are linked to specific roles. So you can't take adrenaline shot unless you're a sook doctor, for instance. Okay. Combat medic or... Uh... <coughs> 
but you can choose three talents for your character based off of the list that you've got there adrenaline shot advisor binding promise bold bolster there's loads i'm not going to read them all out because we'll be here all evening just having me read those out some are better than others some are more useful than others so for instance the hyper awareness one is bene Gesserit's only so millie if you wanted it you could take that cool maybe i will he's a constantly watching which is a kind of more baseline version of the same thing which i quite yeah. like i might go for the whole 360 check the room kind of thing that's a really good one when you attempt a skill test to detect danger or hidden enemies you reduce the difficulty by two fits with the protector house officer yeah and when an enemy tries to keep the initiative, you can increase the cost of that. So at the minute, if you want to keep the initiative, it costs you two momentum or two threats oh. for the bad guys. That would double it to four, which is a heft. That's more than I would get from the start of the adventure. That's expensive. Let's do that. I think some of these, it's a bit hard to pick without knowing how the game system works. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and this is this is not a complaint and this is the way i think that we all need to recognize for most games that actually and i need to constantly recognize this for, for games is the first time you play it you are learning how to yeah. play mm -hmm. so you're probably going to come back and go oh, okay that character was a nerf but to an element because this is going to be one of the first actual plays of this game mm. because it is literally hot off the press ah, it's, it's super exciting um it means that we're going to be able to show other people how to learn how to play yeah. through our cock-ups. Yeah, exactly. So I'm I'm quite tempted by constantly watching, um, partly because it makes sense, partly because it sounds useful. Uh, There's one called Direct, which looks super powerful. That looks really quite sexy. It's once per scene. Definition of a scene Ooh. is a encounter. A wow. Game. That is quite a potent talent, yeah. It is, isn't it? It's like, you, go now. And you basically pull someone into your initiative turn, and then they act on their initiative turn as well. Yeah. Mm. Only once a scene. So that's its kind of constrainer, but it's one of those kind of... It's perfect for a sort of sergeant-at-arms kind of character, isn't it? Shoot him now! <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, does my so I get three talents. My prana bindu conditioning that counts as one of that them. That counts it? as one of them. Yeah, yes. Okay. Yeah. Just just occurred to me then. Um, no. Um... Oh, the other memory. Mm. Yeah, I have to be a reverend mother though. Not that yet. That's true. I have to go to June and <laughs> do that ritual stuff. Um, I'm definitely going to take rapid recovery. You return for, to fighting form quickly after being injured, even way, when it may be risky to return to the fray. Once per scene at the start of your turn, you may add plus two threat to remove a complication which represents an injury. In addition, you may pay to resist defeat one additional time during a conflict. Nice. 
So you're basically upgrading yourself from a T800 series to the T1000 series. Yeah, yeah. your little bullet holes are sealing up. Are but you going to take the voice? <gasps> oh, I don't know. Um, oh, I love the voice. It is a communicate power. Yeah, I'm not particularly brilliant at communicate. I'm only a five. Well, no, I'm a five. I'm a five in that. To fight someone is to know them? Maybe that one. That's a skill. That's a pretty good one, yeah. yeah. Mm, that is quite tasty, actually. It seems to fit with the house as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The reason I fight might be a good one for you, Alden. I was wondering. Mm -hmm. But I was also quite tempted by improvised weapon. Not <laughs> <laughs> um... oh, dirty fighting. It kind of seems to go together. Yeah. With a lamp, you. With a, a lamp. <laughs> quite literally, <laughs> gonna lamp you. So I took uh, Mintat Discipline, which yep. gives so you have almost perfect recall for even the most complex data. When making an understand test that applies to recalling data, one of the D20s in your pool may be considered to have rolled a one. So that's automatically two successes on one die. It's an auto crit in a lot of cases. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then I took, uh, I did take the suggested one of subtle step. When you attempt a move test to sneak or otherwise pass unseen through an area, or when you attempt to move an asset subtly during conflict, uh, the first extra D20 you purchase for the test is free. Ah, nice. Right? Extra nice. D20 at no cost. Uh-huh. And then the last talent I took was Nimble. When attempting a move test to move over, around, or through difficult terrain or similar physical obstacles such as during a duel or skirmish, you may reduce the difficulty of the test by two. If this reduces the difficulty to zero, you may move over or around the obstacle freely as if it wasn't there. Hmm. So as an infiltrator, I see this guy being you know, nimble, going, you know, getting yeah. around security features and things like that. You're, you're in and out without being noticed. Exactly. I think I'm going to take, I'm going to go a bit left. I'm going to take the, the mask of power talent. Ooh, you can nice. in intimate that you know more than you do about an enemy's secrets. Uh, Once per scene, you may create an asset at no cost, such as blackmail evidence, or an owed favor that will allow you to initiate an intrigue or espionage with the person you're choosing. It's a lie. It's like I don't have it. <laughs> um, but um, and then the asset is removed at the end of the conflict. Um, and if I if I lose the conflict, then they know I was just just styling it out but um i think that that works well uh, mask of power i'm gonna take that one i need your clothes your boots and your motorcycle yeah <laughs> perfect okay is that everybody's talents sorted mm -hmm. then yeah so it's constantly watching direct and probably improvised weapon Right, it looks like we might be up to the hardest part of character creation then. Not the name. Yes, it's oh, the no. name. Oh, is there a random generator I can use? You get to select one additional trait for your character regarding your reputation 
how others see you. It doesn't have to be true. It's just how other people see you. Got your ambition sorted already. people see this and again it doesn't have to be true so if you wanted to take um cowardly it probably won't last very long on any of you <laughs> as a trait because as people quickly come to realize that it's not true but thinking about the house and the way the house seems to work you've got this sort of espionage speciality so traits like innocuous or things like that might actually be quite helpful. Mm -hmm. yeah, I was thinking something like, yeah, like Cypher, like he's, he is literally unknown, an unknown quantity. I think innocuous might be a good way of putting it too. Cypher would um, imply to me more difficult to read. You don't give anything away. There's no that's, that's, that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. Like, yeah. like he's, well, Unknown. innocuous would be like, I'd ignore you or if you were right, in the room, right. whereas Cypher would be, I'm trying to read you and it's not working. Yeah, I think Cypher, especially as a Mentat, I mean, he's just got, you know, absolute control over his faculties and he's just unreadable. And you're not a twisted Mentat, are you? No, 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 no. Oh, I'm a, I am not a sociopath. I'm a straight up good guy for the house. <laughs> Looking at you here, Python DeVries. <laughs> yeah exactly um, so my, my character's name is isaac roke i-z-a-k last name roke r-o-q-u-e mm. hmm. i'm gonna go with gruff that was my name, but as my trait. Oh, okay, good. I was a little bit worried <laughs> there that you were actually playing a bulldog. Gruff. <laughs> Gruff. Gruff is a good trait, yeah. Um, Seemingly straight up, Gruff. Uh, no nonsense, but obviously working for part of an espionage house. So Sean Pertwee in Dog Soldiers. Oh, I love that film. Um... Uh... Kind I of. am a professional soldier. My favourite line in that is where he gives his watch and go, and they say, how are you going to tell what time it is? It's like, oh, I'll count. That's it. <laughs> I'll just count. I'll just, yeah, that's my, that's the best, it's not the best bit of the film, but it's my favourite line. Um, what is, what is this Bene Gesserit's, what does everybody think um, about her? Um... um and it could be something about how they can't get a read off of her. What, like, is she a sales rep? Is she a diplomat? Is she a witch? Can she tell what I'm thinking? Yes. And you could have something like unknowable yeah. as a trait. And sure, it might go away as your character settles and we get more of an idea for a more appropriate trait. But there's nothing wrong with starting. Yeah. Uh, unknowable um what's an enigmatic is that enigmatic Ooh, is even better yes i like that Enig there we go oh come on pdf do as you're told they want you to be called paula mudabil 
Paula Mudabil. Okay. It's Narad Nixaka coming oh, out of woodwork. Thank you. Um, what is the name of the mouse shadow in the second moon? Um, See, technically, I qualify as a Muad'Dib. Yeah? Yeah. You... Hiding from the sun. Uh-huh. A teacher of boys. Yeah. It's the two traits that they associate with the mouse shadow in the second moon. Yeah. There we go. Oh, I need a name now. Paula Abdul. No. 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 <laughs> um, no. I have found a name generator online. I am called Gretchen Riddle. <laughs> oh. And Riddle is perfect as well because of your enigmatic nature. Yeah. Mm. There we go. Gretchen. Mm. Don't know, still thinking. Well, think about what accent you're going to go with, Alden. Oh. Because then you can pick a name that fits the accent, can't you? Or Paula. <laughs> Probably not Paula. <laughs> Try to say. It's not going to be you that know, Africana's out because you've used that one. Oh, yeah. I can't do that again. Um... Your East London one's out because you've done that. Oh, well, if we, if we count the ones I've done already, then I'm going to run out. Oh, okay. <laughs> Certainly, so many that I can maintain for any length of time. True. Would the house have one shared accent or many? <laughs> Probably many. Yeah. There's a big obviously the, the educated there. people would um, would speak in received pronunciation. I don't think I can do Dutch He's an enlisted man, don't you know? Yes. Right. Oh uh, God! If you're an enlisted man, you could actually be a sharp if you want. No, don't be a sharp. Be a blunt. What's Sharp's first name? I'm going to go with Morgan. I like Morgan. Morgan Vandegraaff. No. Um... <laughs> Just the whole Vandegraaff throughout the generations. Yeah. Yeah, actually. There we go. Morgan Vandegraaff. 10,000 years in the future. Yep. I'll think about an accent. Can we drop some of the Vander bit, maybe? Morgan Graff? Morgan Graff? Morgan Graff works. We could even spell it differently. Make it Graff. P-H at the end. It still works with the F. F is good. Double F? Yeah, there you go. Morgan Graff. It's got Graff built into it. Morgan Graff. Morgan Graff. Who's Graff? Graff Graff. If you call me that, grind I'm going to smash organs. your face in. Oh, you call me that, I'll grind your organs. Morgan the organ, that's what they call me. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for the organ grinder or the monkey? Because I've got I'm no both. monkeys here. <laughs> I thought it was Richard. All right. Then. Yeah, you don't want to call yourself Dick Blunt, though, do you? <laughs> nobody wants to be called that no really don't so we got our traits we got our ambitions we got our names 
Oh, see what you mean. There's actually a list of names there on page 123. Oh, you. <laughs> I'm so cheeky. So then you've got your personality, your relationships, how you get on with the others. Um, you probably don't know each other particularly well, thinking about appearances and what you've got going on for yourselves. And then we're there. We've got a house. We've got characters nice job but assets assets of course shopping shopping this is why people come and watch this stuff for the shopping it's for the shopping shopping. watch me buy an elephant and use it you are not having an elephant oh you say that now <laughs> do you really want to spend one of your three assets on an elephant what am i saying of course you do i've got to use it as improvised weapon well all right Gonna throw. so assets assets are a special kind of trait which describes a tool resource or something else useful some of them are tangible and represent physical things Others are intangible and represent contacts, favours, and things like that. A starting character has three assets, one of which must be tangible. All three of them can be, if you want. One has to be. Uh, Bear in mind, your personal assets can include anything you can carry on your person, a vehicle you can operate yourself, a group of subordinates you could lead, Anything bigger than that, you have to requisition from your house. You can also requisition general equipment from your house. Most of you are able to requisition pretty much whatever you need from the house. Um, However, stuff that you requisition from the house, you can lose. Assets, you can only lose in the short term. So, I can't believe I nearly forgot assets. Chapter seven, assets. Come on, chapter seven. Ooh, we're split up into like different, like Mm. espionage or warfare or. Yes and your assets are used differently depending on what they are so chapter seven assets there we go the advent of the field process shield and the las gun with explosive interaction placed current determinatives on weapons technology dun 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 tools and resources so you have an asset it has a name it has a keyword two to three keywords you begin play with three they decrease difficulty on roles and they can have qualities that increase so you may when creating an asset improve its quality to represent something that's better than average So if you wanted to, you could have, uh, I mean, it says to spend momentum when creating an asset, but that's when you're creating one during play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think when we're creating assets, 
out of play, I will call it, I'll let you have a tangible asset at level one, plus two level zero assets, which can be tangible or intangibles. So a zero level asset is ordinary, average, basic in function and effect. And a quality one is above average quality and effective, unusual in some way. So if, for example, you wanted to spend your tangible level one quality asset on a shield, you might have a shield that was miniaturized because it was a Richisse shield. So instead of having a big clunky belt pouch, it looks like a regular belt buckle, but is a shield. A spiky stick versus a regular stick, says Norman. Yes. I was just going to make it pretty. Pretty stick. Pretty stick. And then there are various personal assets. And there's ranged weapons and there's melee weapons. Oh, what's a pulse sword? That's cool. Mm, it's a vibro blade. Yeah, basically. You got your armor, communications equipment. Oh, Aaron. Cebus hood. Yeah, I was looking at that. I thought <laughs> I thought that had to be one, yeah. That'll probably be my quality one. Probably that and a dart gun and then I think a courtesan as a contact. Uh, Somebody that I can slip into other houses and have them her good information possibly. Maybe I'm not idea. sure on that one yet, but it is a good idea to have at least one intangible who's a contact or a, an information source and things like that. I'd like a fortress, please, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the warfare assets here, and we have. Oh, Sharon, I liked your comment there about a courtesan that you could slip into other houses. <laughs> that was taken out of context. <laughs> phrasing. It's all about phrasing. You're right. Uh... Personal suspenser. <laughs> I was I was looking at that. That's quite tempting. Shield infantry. I could have some of them. Um... <laughs> But you can't have the warfare assets because those represent like house level assets. Actually, in warfare, no boom. But there's nothing to stop you having like a squad of um, spotty minions if you wanted one of those as an intangible asset. I'd have to buy a, a squad of spotty minions. Yes, not minions, obviously. Because troops copyright, yeah, you know, a small um, a small unit of troops. Small squad. Is it intangible? But they're going to be like scout recon troops rather than um, pipe swingers. You got to think about pipes. You're the one with the blunt weapon specialization. Yeah, no one mentioned pipes other than you. 
You know, sometimes sometimes you need some hard ass pipe hitters. I mean, that's yeah. just the way it rolls. So your troops would be more like the landing on Endor type brigade rather than yeah, sneaky bastards. Yeah, uh, not sneaky to the level that Aaron is, but no, but some attempt to blend in and not get yeah. mugged by space bears. Yeah, <laughs> space bears. Damn them. <laughs> oh, I love a space bear. Who doesn't love a space bear? Um, I think for like my personal thing, I'll have the um, the bodkin. Is that how you say it? Bodkin. Yep. Bodkin. bodkin. The tiny, tiny assassin knife. Yep. I'll take one of them. Um, this it's just a hair decoration. Stab, 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 stab. And then I have to scroll past the warfare assets because we're not allowed them. Uh, no. <laughs> no fortresses. Rocket or missile launcher. I, I know. I was looking at that. I could hit people with it. I could use it as a blunt weapon. Yeah. <laughs> um. Um. Oh no, people are turning off the shopping channel. Night all! Night! Um, so I... you could have an ornithopter. Mm. You can't have a carry-all, because that's a bit silly. Oh, I think you could have a rocket launcher. What it lacks in subtlety, it makes up for in a lack of subtlety. <laughs> um... Hello, yes, I'll be your envoy for today. <laughs> yeah. I will... What seems to be the problem? Yeah. Oh, there isn't one. Oh, good. You had a complaint, I heard. Poisons, Millie? Uh, no, not poisons. I was looking at the Bene Gesserit coded dots. Ooh. Which allows me to leave or find messages. Oh. Spies within spies. Um... And then possibly um, where are they? Um, possibly one of the intrigue assets, the old friendship. Yeah. So like another Bene, like it's obviously like some other Bene Gesserit I trained with or I learned that kind of stuff, like you know, um, or something like that. Yeah, no, that's a good one. That would be it. Maybe someone who's potentially gone a bit native on Arrakis. Yeah. Yeah. And you've got your bullshit power as well, so mm -hmm. never forget that. Yep. Yep, that's what I'll have. A little knife, some secret dots, and a... An old friend. Very nice. And I've got a uh, dart gun, the Sabus hood, and a courtesan contact. Nice. Subtle. 
Uh, I will have, in reverse order, a small... Sharadell says that you should try for an elephopter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so tempting. Take some atomics. Ah! Yeah, no. Um, uh, the small squad, my scout recon team, uh, a semi-shield, shield semi. Nice. Um, and then my staff of office, which I will take as my tangible level one with its kinetically enhanced head and possibly sneaky blade in the base. I haven't quite decided yet. Nice. Okay. Uh, especially for thumping, occasionally for the stabbing. So we have got the members of House Dargouche, uh, a minor house in service to House Rashis. Uh, their primary Specialism is in the machining of lenses, which are sometimes used in espionage, but are also used in the scientific process. Their secondary specialism is in experts in the arts of espionage, although this is not widely known. They live on a moon, which orbits a gas giant in the same system as the Regis world. Uh, it's high in silicates because it has lots of big beaches, huge temperate woodlands, a couple of large cities where the industry grinds down these lenses that are specialisms of the house uh, and a lot of underground in with nature homes distributed amongst the community. There's very low crime because criminals are either recruited or caught before they do it. The populace is very happy, low crime. The house respects them, treats them well. There are a lot of social reward programs and the people are taken well care of. The house symbol is a lantern in gold on a green background and the house is known as being skilled and well informed uh, run by the grandmother few people refer to her by name uh, lady dargouche is the grandmother of the house she's a bit of a dowager she's knocking on in years and has children but also grandchildren and she thinks that the children probably shouldn't be trusted to run the house and is eyeing up the grandchildren to take over so she's been equipping the grandchildren with the best that money can buy in terms of support assistance and stuff and that includes the three of you so tell me about your characters then let's start with Isaac Roke. Roke. Isaac Roke is a, he's a short man. He's about five and a half feet tall. He's got a very uh, slim build, uh, but he's very wiry. Um, he's very strong and nimble, but he wears uh, boxy or layered clothes for the most part. They don't restrict his movement, but they do sort of disguise his actual physical appearance. Um, He's got a very unreadable face, muddy brown hair cut short and very pale eyes. Uh, he's the kind of person that you, you see but don't notice, uh, who you only vaguely remember having been in the room. He is the inquisitive of House Dargesh and a, uh, an agent of the spy master of the house. He's very precise in his actions, his movements and his thoughts, and he's very discreet. He's a Mentat. Uh, and Probably one of only three or four Mentats in the house because they don't come cheap. And uh, he's uh, 
currently focuses as an infiltrator for the house, uh, sneaking into other houses or other corporations, other locations to find information that the house can use to further their own goals. He's a bit of a cipher, uh, but he strongly believes in protecting the house, even if necessary from their own internal machinations. He knows that the control of knowledge is where true power lies and that he himself will act to control that truth. That is Isaac Roke. Nice. Uh, Millie, tell us a little bit about Gretchen Riddle. Um, she is Bene Gesserit um, from uh, a, what do they call them, a chapter house? Like, like her, her mother was a Bene Gesserit. She doesn't know who her father was. And grown up in the chapter house, served another, a reverend mother as a, a, um, a handmaid, then got sent off, chose, told to go to, to House Dargouche. Um, not that there is a, a sort of Bene Gesserit description that you would have. However, she's probably about 1.3 times the size of the average Bene Gesserit. Like, she's just that little bit bigger, that little bit stockier kind of thing. Um, incredibly polite, not overly conversational, um, doesn't ask too many questions, uh, is, is content with, if you've told me everything, I don't need to ask a question. If you had told me it, I would have um, not needed any more information. Uh, she's quite happy with that. And um, uh, what a, she she's, yeah. Um, possibly people ascri- think she knows more than, than she does. Like, because she does say that about the Bene Gesserit, though, don't they? I know, yeah. So, so she she heavily relies on this, perhaps because she she maybe wasn't always paying attention, um, isn't always paying attention uh, to the to the little bits and pieces, but that I guess works quite well for the house because everybody's looking at the the Bene Gesserit that is is making vague statements, not necessarily looking at the the other folks who have gone away and found the truth kind of thing um so she's happy to sort of stand out a bit and be be looked at whilst others go off and do things that's that's gretchen i think so gretchen kind of is the slow blade hmm yeah in one way or the other Let, let's hear about the shield alden huh. oh is that me now tell us about mr graf sergeant graf sorry sergeant graf um Sergeant Graff was not born into the house. He was born uh, on the moon as one as a, a one of many sons of a family of skilled workers. Uh, but he never sought to make his living in the factories. He was more interested in trading in information and power and position and was subsequently recruited, let's call it that, um, by House Dargouche, who identified his developing talents as being useful to uh, the house and to the the third generation. And he is uh, 
ambitious, almost dangerously ambitious in terms of wanting to continue to climb this social ladder that is kind of unfurling in front of him. He wants, he likes being in command. He likes being in service to the house, service something greater, uh, and guiding uh, those that will listen to greater and greater glories. He affects to not be subtle, um, but that is often a mask for more machinations underneath the surface. And certainly in service to the house, he is happy to be the obvious distraction uh, while there are others doing the subtle work behind the We scene. have three levels of um, look at me. Mm -hmm. You've got look at me from, from Sergeant Graf going, all right, I'm here, look. And then next to that, you've got your regional um, director of sales and marketing going hello yes here i am and then under no circumstances should you look at me i, I wasn't even here to... what no no don't look at him who's he what no Isaac with us. i don't know who you're talking about you, you oh. don't even notice that he's there <laughs> oh, okay, so... he's only got six legs what's going on well then join us next week when we start an adventure where we're going to go investigating and exploring and doing stuff Stop. on behalf of the house on the desert planet of Arrakis because they're a little bit sore about having lost their holdings to the Harkonnens who nobody likes. Hmm. So is it dangerous? Absolutely. Is it necessary? Also absolutely. And what role will their enemies from House Von Mir play? We have yet to find out. Thank you very much for joining us this evening on Garblag Games. Uh, lovely to have everybody in chat. Lots of nice feedback coming from there. Great to get started on June. Such a massive, massive cultural touchstone for the entire nerd community. Don't forget to join us through following our links into all of our various social medias, our discords, our YouTubes, our Patreons, all of the many, many fun things we do there. Come on over to Discord, see what's going on there. That's always a best point of call for finding out more information. Otherwise, bless the maker and his water, bless the coming and going of him. May his passage cleanse the world. May he keep the world for his people. Thank you and good night. Hey.